This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, it is all about Google Ads. So we've gone and done a mashup of all our episodes around Google Ads. So if you're looking at uh, starting Google Ads for your business or you're currently running Google Ads for your business, you're going to get a lot of value from this week's episode. Hope you enjoy it. Within your Google Ads account, you're going to have a lot of valuable data that you, you can use. So one of the key areas is what's called a search terms report. So up at the top right of your Google Ads account, you'll have your reports. One of those reports will be your search terms report. So here Google is actually going to tell you the search terms, the key phrases that people are searching that led to your, your ads being clicked and the data around those. So... Very often people will come to us and they, they're looking for SEO, their search engine optimization. They want their, um, their rankings higher in Google. But very often you don't know what keywords are, you know, what keywords are going to be searched, what keywords are actually going to turn into results. Um, and a great way that you can be 100% sure that the keywords are being searched, that they will generate results, is to use that search terms report in Google Ads. Because you, you've been running your Google Ads, and now you know for sure these keywords are being searched. These are keywords I want to rank for from my business. We know potential customers are searching them. So within that search terms report, if you order by the conversions and see which keyword phrases people are searching that are leading to the most leads and the most sales for your business... Again, that way, okay, now you know, okay, these three terms, these lead to an awful lot of customers for our business. We're not ranking for them organically. We're doing really well in Google Ads for them, which is obviously great. But okay, now we know this, we have this information. Let's put a plan together on the SEO side and the content marketing side to improve the rankings organically for those three terms. There's a great report as well um, called the search terms report. So if you do have a Google ad campaign running already, you can actually go in and see the exact terms people were searching. Yeah, exactly. So go in and pull out that search term report and you probably will be very surprised by some of the keywords that you're... Um, that people are searching that are yeah, not related. Out. Yeah, well, I suppose, yeah, there's the idea well, of you're potentially missing out. Yeah. But also that <laughs> you're, you're getting traffic, you're like, how's that going to help me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you've been running Google Ads, I think I love to do is to pull out the, the search terms report and actually find, you know, the keywords that have been turning into leads and sales for you. Take those keywords, put them into a rank tracking tool, such as we use Moz here, but there's, there's lots of different rank tracking tools and find out, where you are for your keywords at the moment because you may find if from your google ad campaign okay i'm in position uh or page two for a particular keyword that's actually converting really well on google ads yeah. so if you start putting in some effort around that keyword to get you onto page one you can have a dramatic um impact potentially on your on your leads and sales so you know start producing content around that keyword and distributing that content through social media. Start, uh, one thing we started doing here is doing infographics around certain yeah. keywords. Um, so there's there's ways to, rather than kind of going for like a really broad keyword that you think, okay, I need to be on the top for this, is to actually try and use existing data that you, for keywords that you actually know produce results. Because we all have ideas in our head of what the best keywords are to, to rank for. But until you actually know and have data that shows, okay, this keyword, which I've been using on Google Ads, is converting uh, at 4%. 
this keyword is converting at 10%. So obviously it's more beneficial to put your focus on the, the one that's converting at 10% given everything else being equal. Um, so I think if you are running Google Ads, pull out your search terms report, find where you are ranking for those keywords organically, and then start developing content around the specific keywords um, that you, you know to produce results for your business. Negative keywords basically is, for example, um, you put in a keyword, and if somebody searches for that keyword within your search terms, your ad won't show. So it's great to use for things like uh, the word free, for example, is often a very common one. <laughs> if people are searching, if you've got um, uh Let's say, let's say actually to use ourselves as an example, if you search for a digital marketing agency Cork mm. and you have the keyword um, digital marketing agency Cork, but someone puts in digital uh, marketing agency Cork jobs, jobs, you could use negative keyword jobs to make sure that you're, um, you're not, um, you know, adver- advertising under that keyword because you just want, you're looking for clients, not, not employees. Yes, so exactly, it's, yeah. it's, it, that's a very good example of how to use negative keywords. I mean, we talked before about keeping on top of the negative keyword list and things like that. The search term report will give you so much, so much data. And if you, um, going back to what we were talking about at the start there, the broad match keywords, if you've been using them all along, the, you could jump into your search term report now and see what Google yeah, is what the, bringing up what for the your actual p- search terms that were yeah, your ads that were Google for. is um, taking the liberty of showing your ads to. Yeah. But I mean, the the search terms report is great because you can straight away just start adding things to your negative keyword list. Just start weeding out, weeding out, weeding out because yeah. it's so important because it really reduces your cost and it increases the relevancy of your ads as well because you're only gonna you only want to show for certain search terms. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people can make with Google Ads is trying to be everything to everyone or all yep. over the place. Um, it's just not It's not viable. No. You, you're not going to get your return on investment. Plus, when you go into that search terms report, if you have all your conversion tracking all set up correctly, you're going to be able to find those little gems of keywords, uh, yeah. like long tail ones, and then you can pull those out and create separate ad groups and separate campaigns for those keywords. Yeah. So basically, you know this particular keyword converts well. Okay, let's focus on that. Keep testing on that, ad, trying out different extensions, testing yeah. different landing pages, because you know that keyword works. Yeah. So let's start building and building and building on that and increasing that that conversion yeah. rate. And even one of your favorites, the single keyword ad groups, just pull yeah. out your best performing one and even just one of that. It's amazing how low you can get the cost yeah. on those. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll say you've gone through your match types. You're quite happy now. Okay, my keywords are really good. Um, so it comes time to write your your ads on Google. So a really important thing here is to make sure the keywords that are in your individual ad groups are also in the headlines of your ad. Yeah. Um, we, we all know ourselves when we search something, if what we searched comes back to us, yeah, exactly. Like the answer yeah. to the question, whatever it is, we're much more inclined to go for that yeah, result. Even if it's third or fourth down, I would always look for something very similar to what I've searched. Exactly, and Google will charge you less if you have a. So you could be in position um, one, paying less than somebody in position two because your ad is much better. You have a higher what's called click through rate, yeah, um, and you you'll end up getting much better traffic much lower cost per click because your ads are directly correlated with your keywords. Mm. Um, so this is this is something you'd, you'd often see, you know, if you do a search for a product or service and then the ad that comes up is maybe a competitor or related and it doesn't have the exact keyword in it, that's, you know, it's going to, that person's going to end up paying a lot more for the click. Um, it's obviously not going to convert as well because it's less related yeah. to the keyword. So it's, it's just really, really important to make sure that your keywords match your, your ads. 
once you once you kind of know the the keywords you you want to um to rank for then obviously it's hugely important that your site has content around those keywords and for me it's about being as, as specific as possible um so if you're you know want to rank for i'm going to use very broad terms here like a red car um Ideally, the keyword you want to be going for is red car with four wheels uh, from Cork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, you want to be creating content no. as specific as possible to the, to the search terms. Because you know, there's, there's obviously going to be huge amounts of competition around red car. But if you're producing content that's very specific and very niche, you're going to rank higher and much faster for that keyword. Yeah. I mean, the the long tail keywords are really coming into play now. I mean, the early days of SEO, you you know, your your keywords, you were your keywords and it wasn't a, a big, well, it was a big push, but it wasn't as big a push as it is now to rank for especially kind of the broader kind of terms. Like imagine trying to rank number one for T-shirts, or, <laughs> you know, it would just be and crazy. imagine how low so. your conversion rate would be because the keyword is so broad. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 great to kind of really, really nail down. And it, uh, I'm talking about even nailing down like sentences people search, like just just kind of following that kind of trend. And Google will give you those the longer versions of things. Yeah, as well, that yeah. and very much so down down at the bottom of the results. So if you type in your your main keyword into Google, then scroll down to the bottom and look at the the related uh, search terms that they give you. Some of those could be a goldmine, especially you know in terms of of local businesses, because you're going to have a lot less competition uh, around your your local terms versus you know if you're competing for much bigger national terms. We'll call it, we'll say yeah. Um, so another thing to to do kind of straight away is once you have those keywords and you've been producing content from is the way you're structuring those on the site. So if you're producing content from still. Google looks at what's called the H1 tag, the title tag of your content is still hugely, hugely important. Um, so it's very important. Now, you don't, you're not going to write your content for Google. At the end of the day, you're writing your content for the user to be as helpful to the, the user as possible. But within your, your title, you should have your, your main keyword in that title. And the title is still something that Google looks at as uh, it's a huge weighting factor in terms of um, in terms of the of what they're looking at on the page, yeah. Um, so, like for example, again, we if we look at our, our red car, you know, your title of your article for about your red car isn't just going to be red car; it's going to be the red car with four wheels in Cork, yeah. or how to buy a red car with four wheels in Cork. <laughs> <laughs> you always need all four. Um, yeah, it's a great thing to do with the keyword uh, in the headers. Um, I did some I did some nosing about H ones because I was curious about them, but. So, I mean, best practice is always to have one, but yep. Google's official l- statement on how they um, work those into the algorithm is that you can you can use more than one. Now, it's not best practice, but Google isn't going to penalize you, but I can't imagine them doing too much. It's not going to make things worse. Anyway, um, a great thing for the, the headers is that if you include the, the questions... So using them as questions and answering them underneath, I mean, a huge thing at the moment is Google's featured snippets. And to appear though in there is a great way to rank highly organically, um, as well as that voice search will pick those snippets up now. Yep. So if someone asks that question into Google Home or anywhere, then the, that's what uh, the answer is being fed from. Um, and that's a great way to, to boost your rankings organically as well. So extensions are when you're when you see your your ad on Google 
Um, you might see a phone number on the ad. You might see links underneath the ad. You might see uh, the business's location under the ad. These are all extensions that you can add to the, your, your regular text ad on Google. Um, and because that screen real estate, especially on the phone, is so valuable, having those extensions means that potentially if you have all those extensions in on mobile, your ad might be the only one showing on, above the fold on, the, um, on a mobile device. So those extensions are extremely important because they're, they're going to increase your click-through rate. As I say, you're going to get a lot more screen real estate. Um, and overall, it will just improve your your google ads campaign dramatically yeah and alongside that i mean especially if you're bidding on your own brand and stuff people are probably looking for your location or number or, you know a certain yeah. popular page some businesses just have that one page that they know everyone's going to or something but it's it's great to be able to incorporate those into your ads as well because as, uh, as well as the real estate space you're probably giving your customers exactly what they're looking for straight away as well exactly yeah so the next one is only having one ad variation in each ad group so this comes down to basically if you were a keyword, we go sound engineer Cork again, and you have only one ad, you don't know if that one ad is is working well or not, because you could do a second ad and a third ad and a fourth ad and a fifth ad and have test them all against each other and see which is converting best, which is getting you the best click-through rate. Um, and that can make, again, an absolutely massive, massive difference yeah. to your campaign. I'm always amazed by how small the variations need to be to make a change. Like even just say, if you were sound engineer Cork, sometimes even just Cork sound, you, you don't yeah. know. It's so, even just the smallest copy changes make a, make a huge difference. Massive. And it's, I'm, I don't know how it works sometimes because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'll give this, 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 and this a go and I'm always surprised, always surprised. Which is why it's so important to be yeah. constantly testing different ads. Yeah. yeah. So one of my favorites, not split testing advertising creatives. So this kind of comes back a bit to the um, the one where we're only having one ad variation. Yeah. But we'll say if you're doing display advertising or you're doing YouTube advertising, uh, Gmail ads, all the other types of ads you can do through Google ads. Again, you need to be designing different creatives and testing them against each other. Yeah. So 100 people might see one ad, 100 people see another ad, but that second ad could convert much higher. It could engage people much better. So it's it like it, that is just key to really successful digital marketing overall. But within Google ads, you need to be testing those creatives, yeah. whether they're banner ads, YouTube videos, um, yeah, there's just it just has to be done yeah. really. And no matter what strategy you have, like like if you've gone right, here's my target audience. This is what they like. This is what they don't like. You you can never put down on paper what a create how a creative is going to perform. You can never like just like I was saying earlier with the ad copy, just the slightest variations make such a difference. Yeah. I mean, like a low quality image versus a high quality image, a low will alone will make a huge difference. Not to mind having different images, but I I think right across the board that creatives if you're thinking that you need to make one video or two images to split test I, i'm talking six seven eight like it's a, yeah. especially with images i mean if you have the the availability to create that many creatives there's no reason should, not to test them be, yeah. yeah yeah so the first thing to be aware of in your google ads account is that google is going to make recommendations to you a lot of these recommendations are probably not that great. You've also got to remember Google essentially wants you to spend more on your Google Ads. That's their, their ultimate goal. Um, so you really need to examine the recommendations that are made through the Google Ads platform before you apply them. Um, 
often the recommendations can be increase the budget. That may not be right for your business. It can also be things like reactivating um, a pause campaign. Again, maybe that campaign was paused for a reason previously, and now Google is telling you, oh, you're missing out on traffic. Reactivate this campaign. Yes, you might be missing out on traffic, but is it good quality traffic? Uh, and now that's the key to Google Ads is it is you know really good quality traffic that's actually turning into leads and sales for the business. So that's the first thing. Really, really be careful of those Google Ad recommendations. Double, triple check them. Make sure they're right for your business because just because Google Ads recommends it, it may not be right. A second one is to focus your keywords more on buyer intent. So if you find you're getting a lot of traffic, but it's not really turning into leads and into sales for you, you may need to examine how broad you are with your keywords. And you may want to use keywords that have more buyer intent. So what do I mean by buyer intent? Well, for example, if you take the keyword Hurley's, okay, you might sell Hurley's online. But if you're bidding on something like the keyword Hurley's, the, the traffic is going to be very broad. They may not actually have intent to buy Hurley's online. Now, if you're bidding on something like buying Harley's online, Harley's for sale, those people are showing buyer intent with their keywords. They're searching based on the fact that they're hoping to purchase a Harley, hoping to purchase a Harley online. So it's important, especially if you're um, if you have existing campaigns running and you find, God, these aren't converting at all. Really look at your keywords and examine, okay, are these very broad? Are these people actually going to be interested in purchasing my product or service? Or are they very, very early on the research phase? And you may you may want to be, depending on how your campaign is structured and your brand, you may want to be in front of them early on that research phase. But if your goal is return on ad spend, then really think about you know the intent of your keywords and the intent of the person searching those those keywords because if you can increase your um, your keywords to have more buyer intent, you can really increase your return on ad spend. So quality score is actually used to calculate um, is part of of what's used to calculate the the cost per click. So if you have a really good quality score, you can really help your Google Ads campaign because you can bring down your cost per click. In fact, it's entirely possible if you have a bad quality score, you could be in uh, position three paying more than somebody in position one who has a good quality score. So, okay, how do you improve your Google Ads quality score? First thing to look at, make sure your landing pages are extremely relevant to the keyword that people searched. So, for example, let's use the Hurley's example again. Somebody searches for a goalkeeper Hurley. You don't want to send them to your generic Hurley's page with all your Hurley's on it. You need to send them specifically to the goalie Hurley's. That way you're giving them the content that they specifically search for rather than making them hit a page that's not relevant to them and potentially bouncing off your website. So you really need to make sure that, okay, this is the keyword. This is the content they're going to see on the landing page. These are highly, highly related to each other. It's exactly the information that they're going to want to see. So that's really, really important for your quality score. The other thing is your click-through rate. So your click-through rate is basically if 100 people search a term and one person clicks it, that's a 1% click-through rate. The more you can improve that click-through rate, the uh, cheaper you're going to pay for your clicks. So it's really, really important to make sure that your uh, keywords are in the ad copy. That can make a massive difference. So again, if using that Hurley's example, somebody searches for a goalkeeper Hurley, in your ad copy is the keyword goalkeeper Hurley. They're seeing exactly what they search for. That's really going to improve your click-through rate. You often see, you know, where you'll search for something 
and the, the first ad up there might not be directly related. It might be indirectly related to the keyword searched. That click-through rate is probably going to be very poor and they're going to be paying a lot more for the clicks that they are getting. So it's really, really, really important to make sure, again, putting yourself into that customer mindset of, okay, this is what they're searching. If I was searched that, what is exactly I would want to see in that ad that is going to pique my interest and let me know that it's exactly what I'm looking for. So doing that will really help your quality score, which is going to bring down your cost per click. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet, please jump into your uh, Apple Podcasts, your Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is, and just make sure to, to follow and subscribe. Also, if you'd like to leave a review, if you enjoyed the episode, I'd absolutely love for you to do that. We put out an episode every single week all with digital marketing tips, case studies, ways to uh, build your business with digital marketing. Um, also, if you are interested in bringing your own business online or looking at um, scaling your business, we'd love to chat with you here at Click. You can visit us online at cliq.ie.